Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi season, or I'm not sure what should we should call this. I am not a huge fan of this is a limited series and then, oh, well, we might be having a season two. Like that's all well and fine for Moon Knight. <laughs> But I'm not so inclined that we need another season of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, I thought that this was a good finishing episode to the arc that was created, which is why I gave it an 8.4 out of 10. But overall, actually, I gave it an 8.3 out of 10. I I got what I wanted, and I don't need anything additional i'm sure other people are feeling differently but it is just becoming a retrospect and not so much like we're starting to like this episode was pretty much a lot of beat by beat fan fan repeat of a favorite and long held story arc and i found myself the entire series finding myself a little bored with this idea of it's one thing to have a callback it's another thing to just play out you know some of the same old conversations or same old tropes that fit into the same ideas so that those same people can be like aha and all be in on this it's just a little a little much and that's why i've never been particularly deep into this particular universe if you are you know more more power to you this is just my perspective on it just looking from the outside from the in even from the movies i never felt compelled to go into the the rebels or the clone wars or all the other mini spin-offs if there was something that was new like is what i felt they did with mandalorian and the tuscan raiders which kind of translated a little bit over to the boba fett series which made me more interested in getting into those character arcs this very much was a retro into those familiar characters that we're used to them seeing we used to them being and all of this is just basically a reinforcement of those same people but with very little with the exception of our three title characters vader reva and obi-wan which is where we really i felt like anytime we move too much outside of their personal relationship and their motivations it just became fanfic now i was incorrect and i have no problem submitting and and having egg on my face that i was incorrect because apparently at some point leia did say obi-wan is our only hope i'm not even gonna go ahead and fact check that i just believe it because i saw it <laughs> so that could be why we needed to correlate her and obi-wan's relationship so much but my god did i not need it even this 
last little bit i was just more like just sit the fuck down and let the adults do what we need to do this is getting ridiculous at this point you're fucking eight there's just no reason to have leia such a huge i understand that she was the the uh you know the the thing the spark the inspiration that obi needed to get himself over his slump so that he can get it back in touch with his uh foresight i'm all about that i just needed it in bite size and it just became uh more of the story than what the story in my opinion that i felt had the more compelling component to it which was the correlation between the three characters that i've mentioned previously it felt so very disney audience approved you know with her she was just adorable do not get me wrong the actress did nothing wrong she was a real treat to watch and i can understand the daughter father relationship in particular uh ewan mcgregor's daughter had a brief moment in this uh season i believe in the second episode the woman or the girl that he saw that was selling him the the drops or something or whatever she was selling i've watched a few shows i don't know they have very uh different names for drugs but it's <laughs> basically what it is um you know uh i i, I see where that that would have been had an appeal but as stated previously we already we already have that firmly established on this show and it just became too much of a distraction from from really what well not even a distraction it became a delaying tactic for for our ultimate fight between kenobi and reva or not kenobi and reva kenobi and vader now do not get me wrong i'm not going scene by scene clearly this is just a review uh by the way part six was written the story by Stuart Beatty and joby harold and andrew stanton oh i hate when they do that just put a comma don't need to put and and jesus teleplay <laughs> by joby harold andrew stanton and hussein amini and then the director once again was deborah chow i think it was well directed i had some in, uh, some issues with the script i don't think the layla scene i'm upset you're going to go sacrifice i am really really done with that you know it's just it's so overplayed it's it's meant to have the moment it's meant to play out i just didn't need that i didn't need hajj someone that you just they put in front of you that you're meant to care about but you just really don't give a shit about if you're not gonna flush them out spend more time on the people you're flushing out um i think sometimes people have a tendency to put you know a little too much in the pot to try to appease everyone that's what i meant by it feels like a tested marketed product (laughs) to appeal to this audience in a way that's been tested and marketed before and that's a shame because you had the potential to do something new 
and invigorating and considering the success of mandalorian and what could have been the success of boba fett it wasn't the worst season but we know we strayed off path somewhere along the way particularly with the skittles i just don't need my intelligence insulted with look here's one for everyone you know (laughs) that sounded really harsh and cruel whoa that's like fucking mean i'm a thought i'll own it i'm not ashamed but if you're gonna treat the characters like that that's exactly what one's gonna feel it's the exact same thing with tala it's like we built tala up because i was like yep she gonna die at some point she's gonna die because she's being utilized as a plot device to move everything else along and it's so familiar that it's if you're a tv watcher you're gonna see the pattern immediately and that's where it's like god we we didn't need we could have had this without that we need to have so many of the tropes in it together where it's like okay uh uh-huh i see this coming i see this coming i see this coming even to the parts that i liked i knew this was gonna lead up to the the kenobi and darth vader fight which was fucking amazing let's not uh, pretend otherwise um that was a treat that was the cherry on top that's where that's the show everyone came to see round two fight and we get the conversation everybody's been wanting to hear which is vader uh owning his own actions and kenobi finally freeing himself for the guilt because at one point during this fight well first let's talk about the fact that he he picked up all of those rocks that was the sexiest shot of the episode damn it feels good to be a gangster but he slashes vader's helmet and you see anakin and then you have that moment of anakin's voice coming through as tears well up in his eyes and he's like i'm sorry anakin i'm sorry what i did to you this is my fault and anakin's like uh you didn't do shit i killed anakin you i chose this path i killed those children and i i appreciate the real in um real discussion of the impact of order 66 and i think that was something that really worked well because this was a monster that chose to be a monster even at the end of his life he did the one good thing it does not erase the fact that he was a monster and that ain't on nobody but himself because he didn't need to go there he even said you my brother i love you anakin how could you do this shit and he was like i hate you so much right now i hate you so much right now and then anakin after being buried alive and realizing what he's fighting for he doesn't have to have someone come to him and convince him he realizes holy shit these are my choices i chose to turn my back on my past 
I finally am going to overcome this trauma and I'm going to decide to uh, to use the force for the good that it's meant for through me and beat the shit out of Anakin in the way that uh, gets him all up in his feelings later on to the point that he even broke out of his Vader personality just to be like, bitch, get off me so he leaves them with and my friend is truly gone bye darth all i do is win 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 no matter what let a bitch get fucked skipping over all of the improbability of him being somewhere in space where he can light year all the way to tatooine because he was somehow on his way there because no because he was pursuing them <laughs> and he needed to get a little what the fuck is going on here i thought they were headed back to outeron anyway whatever skipping all over that <laughs> he feels in the force that something's going on with luke because reva somehow has charted a uh has charted a a spaceship and has located luke on tatooine i don't know how much of that message she heard but she heard enough and it goes back to her saying to uh to what is his name because i was like how y'all gotta get this big ass actor to have one scene but apparently he gets more than one scene <laughs> y'all know who i'm talking about um joel egerton oh owen owen's like i knew this day would come or at least his wife was she was all prepared like there's a woman and it's a jedi and she's looking for us and they need to protect the boy welcome to the rice fields motherfucker gut shot wound and all there's so many people that were so mad that she survived it and i'm like bitch but she wasn't so mad when the motherfucker just walked in the room talking about like, give me my badge back and i feel like they took the exact same gut shot never mind this motherfucker climbed out of a goddamn lava pit <laughs> that's why everybody pissed off that guy gone died with a damn saber because <laughs> clearly those things can be survived <laughs> don't be mad at reva for this shit why are you taking it out on the character take it out on the appropriate people because it's been unrealistic for a minute but that's just how the way it goes don't be still pissed off because qui-gon is gone everybody was pissed off qui-gon was gone i'm just missing too the whole time it's like i'm not talking to you i thought it was because liam neeson wasn't gonna show up but then when i saw that uh oh shit vader's voice earl oh i cannot with people right now in their names y'all know who i'm talking about james earl jones thank you finally came into my brain was coming back i was like we probably gonna see him because he keeps asking where are you and i'm so sorry but homegirl reva shows up seduces uh, baru and owen then finds luke after he unfortunately decides to climb some cliffs and falls his ass right on down she is about to make the the fatal blow but unfortunately and this is as i expected too i was like that makes sense to me even though there were some people that was like no i think she don't know that that's his kid i'm like no 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 
that's why the fuck she showed up because she knew that was his kid (laughs) i don't know how why would she decide to kill this random little boy that's named luke if it wasn't and she's the only person that knows this is anakin i don't think she's the only person i don't know don't that um don't ashoka know i heard this things i don't follow it i just hear some things in the in the verse every once in a while come across some titillating information but i think it's interesting there's another person out there in the world that knows anakin is anakin but she she can't do it when she realizes that her hatred has brought her to this moment to this exact same moment where she is herself becoming the one thing in which she was traumatized and she makes a choice herself and i really like that correlation between the story arcs there they have accountability for their own actions kenobi realizes look i trained you i loved you i did my best and you chose to become this monster and i have to live with that and the fact that i still love you even though you a monster and then reva has to come to the conclusion that she's only willing to go so far in her her vengeance despite how far she's already come she's not gonna cross that line she'll never cross that line which makes her different than someone who maybe slipped into the dark side but and lost their way due to all the things that happened to them and the people they were abandoned by which still is not acknowledged what the fuck ever uh and so i felt robbed a little bit when reva brought him back and that was nice because she put him down and you know he had asked for help and then that's also very powerful as well you know another jedi youngling asking for help and she herself could not abandon them or turn on them the way she herself was treated she can never treat anyone else the way she herself was treated well not never but you get what i mean and so all of that was great and then we had that one scene where she's like crying and i really felt for her because she's like i failed them and she's like am i becoming him and he says no you're not because you honored them by choosing to not go and continue down the path that you were going to and now you get to choose who you want to be we both do and he could have said thank you for bringing us on this path because we never would have even gotten into this shit if you hadn't started it because it turns out when vader gets back to his pad cleaning up his wounds mopping up his uh tears you know uh still trying to chase kenobi emperor palpatine's like bruh what are you doing ain't nobody got time for that and that's all we got a reva we didn't even see her with obi at the wind or at the end <laughs> at the wind <laughs> we didn't even see her she didn't get no training no helping hand no lean on each other no you are not my students like no i'm just gonna go introduce myself to luke after watching him from afar like that's not creepy in the 20th century with a familiar greeting hello there there was another scene with layla but i already had too much and i don't feel like talking about it so there's that that is my my review of the season finale i am not displeased completely Uh, i don't have the same expectations it didn't have the same expectations going into it i think that they were able to 
bring a little fresh perspective especially when it came to the order 66 and the the fallout of that i thought that was done relatively well uh, but i do think that there was a lot of background that wasn't necessarily needed this is six episodes that really could have been completed in three and anytime you feel that way that means that that was a huge chunk of filler i mentioned qui-gon but not the fact that he just popped out of nowhere and decided to tell him what took you so long as if he ain't been calling your name for like 13 whole damn years and then you just pop out out of the fucking blue hello is it me you're looking for so if you have any lingering thoughts at gmail.com or you want to leave a comment below you can my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black or magic